0: The IT side and helping others kind of put the focus on cybersecurity, like helping protecting others. Privacy and data, it's a good mix and I enjoyed both of those sides. So why not bring them together into a career, get into cybersecurity.
1: It's going to blow up. Hello everybody. Welcome back to the Cyber Evolution podcast. Thanks for joining us yet again. I'm Adam Hewitt, the CEO of Cyber Evolution. And today I'm joined by one of our current star students, Michael. Michael, how are you going?
0: Uh, Very good, Dan. Thanks.
1: How are you? Good, good. Thanks for uh, taking the time to come on. I know you've literally just walked in the door from work. So uh, really, really appreciate it. Uh, I wanted to get Michael on. Actually, the reason that uh, we got you on, we had never met previously. We had never spoken previously. Angel, Angelica, your student support officer was like, you need to get Michael on. He's amazing. Uh, Really, really good. And you've landed, obviously, um, your first entry-level role, which is what we're going to have a chat about as well, so congratulations. Um, Before we do get into that, guys, I want to give the new listeners of the podcast, as I always do, a bit of an overview um, of who this podcast is for. We are finding more and more each week. We're still getting smashed in the DMs, which is great. A lot of comments uh, asking about what this industry is, how they can get into it, what skills they need to learn, uh, and what does an entry-level job actually look like, okay? So, Cyber Revolution, we are Australia's only dedicated cybersecurity training and placement institute. That's all we do. We specialize in one industry um, and we specialize in finding people their first first role in that industry. So over the years, we've been doing this for hundreds of people, if not thousands, get into the space now. And the reason we started the podcast is because everyone knows that this thing called cybersecurity kind of hit everyone's radar around this time last year when the Optus and Medibank attacks happened. I think before that, not many people really knew what it was or how accessible it was to get into this industry. And so we want to break down some um, common misconceptions about the industry. All right, It can be a little bit mysterious. All right? So if that does sound interesting, if that's what you're for, if that's what you're here for, if you want to learn more about cybersecurity, then this is a podcast for you. Keep listening. All right, Michael, let's get into it. I want to start where I do all of the time. And that is from the very beginning. We were talking off air just before about what you were doing before you decided to make the shift into cyber, and it's a unique one. It's one I'd never heard. I thought I'd heard every industry and helped majority of industries get into cyber, but never before. Why don't you tell the listeners um, what you were doing and why you decided to change careers? Uh,
0: yes. So for the last year, I've been a boat builder, building um, inflatable boats for surf life saving and which services for the country. So every surf club will have a boat hopefully built by me. Before that, I was working as a manager for a swim school for the last seven years. And I pretty much stood down from that role to start studying for cybersecurity. Just saved up a bit of money with with my other job. Um, and then for the last year, saved up enough and then started studying uh, three, four months ago with Cyber Revolution. Um, so it's been short, but still a long way to go. Um, so landing, landing this new job's been pretty good so early. Um, so I'm pretty stoked with that.
1: Congrats, mate. Yeah, you, know, you deserve it. As I said, Angel couldn't um, speak highly enough of you. And so what was it? What was the main reason? A lot of the students, and this is why I love having people on the show, all walks of life, different industries, whether it be the construction space, um, whether it be you know uh, allied health, it can be anything. Everyone's got a bit of a different story. Was there a catalyst? Was there a moment for you within the career you're in for you to go, actually, this is not for me. I need to to make a bit of a change.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. So I've always been interested in technology and IT and I did a little bit of uni, but 10 years ago and then dropped out because it was so far away. Um, So I had that interest there. And then with my other job, I progressed so far that I was making, you know, okay money and I was kind of enjoying progressing through and it hit very stale. And with my background in life saving, I enjoy helping other people. Like it's very fulfilling um, role and volunteer work. So combining, I guess, the IT side and helping others kind of put the focus on cybersecurity because that's kind of what it boils down to, like helping, protecting others, privacy and data. Um, so I think it's a good mix and I enjoyed both of those sides, so why not bring them together into a career? Um, and it was like a stink straight after I finished school back in 2012. My mum was saying, oh, get into IT, get into cybersecurity, it's going to blow up. And then I kind of missed it back then, uh, which is my biggest regret. So 10 years on, I think I'm finally making mum
1: pride. Your mother was a uh, forward thinker.
0: Yeah, she's a good foresight. Yeah, she she called it early.
1: Yeah, yeah, good on. Okay, so that makes a lot of sense. So you decided, obviously, had a bit of a passion for IT, always wanted to get into it for whatever reason. Sliding doors, you didn't go down it then. Funnily enough, I was actually a lifeguard for seven years, all my way through university as well. And it was, yeah, it was really fulfilling. It's a, it's, we hear that a lot. Um, whether it be ex defense, we find a lot of people, they might be medically discharged from, um, the defense force and they've still got that drive. And they're like, I really have that urge to protect or to serve or to help people. And that's why they make the shift into it as well. So that's, um, that's really interesting. So you've, as you said, you've only been a student of ours for a few months. You're still actually going through your studies and finishing your certifications, but you have landed your first role. Congratulations. That's really, really amazing. Tell us a little bit about the company. Tell us a little bit about, um, I guess, where you want to be in regards to your career moving forward as well, the next steps. Yes. Yeah, so I work for a company here in the
0: Gold Coast, which is where I live. It's 10 minutes from me, which is great. They are an IT service providers and they cover pretty much Southeast Queensland, so Brisbane and Gold Coast as well, and across the border a bit. Um, But they're also partnered with Telstra. So they run a couple of Telstra, they're called TBTCs, so Telstra Business Technology Centres on the coast. So my role is in the projects department. Um, So we work on small enterprise customers that want to um, upgrade their phone lines or upgrade their network. Um, so at the minute I'm doing it's called FNN migrations so fix neighborhood number migrations. so that's the old phone system and then they're trying to upgrade into this new tippet system which is like the cloud based hoo-ha so I'm going through process by process Um, it's about an 8 to 12 week process for the whole project and we're pretty much working as the middleman between the customer and Telstra and we do a little bit of the Telstra work ourselves. Um, so because it's such a long project, it spans about 12 weeks, there can be some stale parts where you're waiting on Telstra to do some of the work. So we have about 100 projects running at the same time, um, or maybe maybe a little bit less, maybe 50 to 75. So that gets all your workload done, um, because you might be waiting on Telstra to do one part of the project, um, so you're doing another part for another one. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. <laughs> And that's just one segment of the department. You can handle, um, NBN upgrades, all that, and all the counterworms worms that you open with MBN um, and all the other telecommunications, um, systems as well. So it's huge and I'm just doing one little part at the minute.
1: But you know, that's the best way to learn, right? You want to learn the little parts first and build from the, the basics, build from the ground up, is if you get exposed to way too much. And you, you know, you don't have that, you've got a little bit of a breadth in knowledge, but no, no depth. Then you need to have that. Um, you gonna struggle, right? You need to have that depth in order to then build all of your other skills and have a long lasting career in cyber. But that's awesome. How are you feeling about it all? A bit overwhelmed? Like, how's the, are they supporting you, training you? A little bit a lot to take you. It was really quick. Like I
0: finished my A plus exam two Saturdays ago. And then because I had that first qualification, I applied on jobs from on Monday straight away, got a phone call from this company on Tuesday, did the interview on Wednesday and then started full time, uh, the following week. So it's like really quick. So it was overwhelming, just changing careers so quickly, but, um, this week's a lot, a lot settled. It's a lot better.
1: Good on you, mate. You got to do it, right? Like a lot of people, they don't want to get out of their comfort zone for whatever reason. And they just like to do what they've always done because it's comfortable but nothing's going to change that way. If you don't get out of your comfort zone, there will be no change. So what was it for you? Like, what, what was the, I guess the biggest motivation to go, you know what? Yes, this is a bit crazy, but I'm just going to do it anyway.
0: You just hit that stale part. Like you reach, so in my previous job, I was manager, it's, it's a senior role. It got really stale for a long time and you just get that mindset of not enjoying going to work. You know, you're going to do the same thing over and over again. It's not what you want. It's not what you sell yourself doing. Five years ago, five years ago in the future. So just accepting that this is not what you want, and then going straight into the cybersecurity um, training is—it's just—it just made sense in a way. Yeah, as your mother said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and there's a little voice in the back of the head.
1: <laughs> Where did you call her and say, "Look, hey mom, it might have taken me ten years, but uh, I've finally done it. I'm in." What, what was her reaction? I pretty much said, "Look."
0: Cause my brothers and sisters have kind of done the same thing, jumped careers. My brother was a lawyer and jumped into web development and my sister's gone from pharmacy into web development. So I'm the third in line. I said, look, I'm going to change. I'm going to do cybersecurity. And she goes, pretty much,
1: oh, finally you're listening. (laughs) That's awesome, mate. That's, that's so well well done. Um, really, really excited for you. And so how did you come across us? Actually, I wanted to ask because, um, you said you obviously started looking, how did you come across Cyber Revolution and what was the main reason you decided to join us over other providers?
0: Yeah. So initially when I knew I wanted to do cyber, uh, cybersecurity, I just did um, a little bit of research online, um, just simple Google searches and you guys came up straight away and then it went through your stuff and it looked, you know, really nice streamlined approach and you know, the career placement at the end was really appealing and if you look at who you're partnered with, like CyberCX, one of the biggest cyber companies in the country, or even Oceana, that's, you wouldn't want to run away from an opportunity like that in cybersecurity. And just that outcome um, towards the end of the course is really, really attractive and appealing. That's still what I want to work towards. Um, so the job I'm in is the end stage for me. Telecommunications, but I still want to work towards cybersecurity, but getting your foot in the door was so important and getting that first qualification really got me there. But yeah, choosing you guys over others, it just made more sense with who you're partnered with, your outcomes and yeah, but you can't, you couldn't really compare. I couldn't, it was cyber revolution and everyone else.
1: Appreciate that. Well, I'm obviously a little bit biased, but I think the reason why a lot of people decide to go with us and why we are the leading cyber training company is because that's all that we do. We, we, we just specialize in that one space. And, you know, it's too hard for a lot of other organizations or big unis where they've got thousands of students, multiple different industries that they help people with. And so we just want to focus on, on the one space that keeps us busy enough. Trust me, and I'm just doing the one, one industry. Okay, great. And so, uh, you've just started off as yet two, three months into your studies. I spoke to Angel, uh, earlier today as well. She said, shared some of her thoughts on why she thinks she is such a, a, a great asset for us, right? And who actually thinks you're a great student. What, what do you think? I'm interested actually to hear your thoughts first. What do you think, you know, without tooting your horn too much here, do you feel, um, you've done really well in your first few months? Just commitment to it. Um, I think Angel brought it up
0: the day. She goes, how how do you study quickly or how do you, how do you learn this material so quick? Um, I just binge the videos to be honest. Like if you go onto ITT pro TV and, just been episode after episode and that's how I retain a lot of information it's like building the big picture and it might have a couple pieces missing but then when you go do your your practice exams it'll fill in that little pieces and if you get the questions wrong it gives you the reason why it was wrong and then just learning from that just constantly sorry consistency I was doing probably two hours every day and then on the weekends if I had a day off I'd do a good big bulk nine to five session, just throw yourself in it and immerse yourself. Even do, you know, there's free content out there. There's forms on Reddit that provide, you know, so much help and support from a community as well. And then you've got your student success advisors, like Angel has been great. They can answer all your questions as well. So it's just through, through myself head in and yeah, it, it was just, it was enjoyable to be honest. You've
1: got to enjoy the process, right? I think a lot of people get attached to the outcome, which is getting a job, which is important. But if you're not going to enjoy the process of learning these valuable skills, like cybersecurity skills, some of the most valuable skills you can learn in this world at the moment, right? And they're going to be for a long long time. Enjoy that process. Enjoy, you know, the grind of doing some studies. Sometimes you're not going to feel like doing it. That's why we've got people like Angela in our student support office to go, hey, I know probably not something you want to do right now, but it's going to get you to where you want to be in the next six to eight months. So Short-term pain, long-term gain, um, and not even pain, really. It's you know, you just, just, as I said, processing commitment. And I think um, what Angel said about you, actually, I, I was talking with her earlier, was um, that you, you just kept it really simple and you're really logical about the way that you go about things. Kept it really simple, got a plan, I'm going to do it, you just do it.
0: Yeah, so like everything's step-by-step, step. your modules are step-by-step. Step. So you do a whole module, go do a bit of the practice exam, know you, what you need to work on, take notes and then do the next bit and then revise it. It's just, it's it's out for you. You just, just follow it, really. Honestly, it wasn't too hard.
1: And you came into this zero IT um, skills, certifications. Were you nervous about the process of having to learn new skills? Yes and no. I think once you know how you learn and retain information,
0: then it becomes a lot easier to do. Um, at the start, I was kind of unsure of, do I just watch all the videos? Do I take notes in every little word? And do I do the practice exams at the end and it's kind of asking Angel all these questions and she kind of led me in the right direction. Um, but once you know how you retain information, then just apply it. Apply it to the way you want to study. Yeah. You're
1: already giving some little nuggets of gold here leading into my last question, which is, I guess what your top three tips are. Ask all of our current students, place students industry experts that we get on, give some of our listeners a bit of gold as to why they're successful. So what would be your three top tips for somebody just starting out their studies or just starting out getting into the industry?
0: Yes. So number one, just consistency. So don't go study on a Monday and then nothing until the Friday or Saturday, because you're just going to be going back to square one. Do Even if it's one lecture, which is 15 minutes of your afternoon, do one lecture a day. Like That will get you so much further in the week than doing it's broken up number two which already said before would probably be just know the way that you retain information or the way that you prefer to study and just apply it so for me it's binge watching everything do your whole module do the practice exam come back do the next module go back to practice exam but you can do a different approach you can do everything and then do your whole practice exam all together at once that that's your choice and three just i guess trust the process Like I started off, did my module, did the practice exam and was only getting maybe 60%. I thought, oh, that's, it's a bit deflating, but go back or actually the practice exam, it gives you, if you get a question wrong, it gives you the reason why. So you get that little bit of understanding why learn from that and then go back, take a little breather, come back and do that practice exam again. And I guarantee if you get 20 questions wrong the first time, you're going to get 10 wrong the next time and it'll get so much smaller every time you do it and just because that exam gives you the reason why not just uh, uh, it's wrong but it has (laughs) like a page long description of what you've done wrong and just go through it and trust trust the process yeah
1: you took the words out of my mouth that's what i was just literally going to just say we have done this for thousands of people it works Sometimes you little self doubt can creep into people's mind and be like, Oh, this doesn't work for me or this isn't gonna work because I've got this and this and this and I've got a holiday coming up, which means I'm not gonna be able to study it. All of these excuses start to creep into your mind. But that's what we're there for, to be able to keep people level headed, keep them focused on not the outcome, not just getting the job, but just the next step, the next thing you need to do, the next thing you need to do. You build those little wins and then next thing you know, you're as you said, you're in the industry like you are. So I'm um, really good. I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Another extra question. What would be just one tip for somebody who is sitting on the fence, um, might be held back by a little bit of fear about whether they can change careers um, without any IT skills or any knowledge of cybersecurity, or they're thinking that it's just a far fetched dream? Think about what I was a boat builder, <laughs> no IT skills,
0: and then in three months landing, well paying. IT job, if that's what you're after, a better salary as well, that's you know, where I'm at. If I can do it, I'm sure you can too. Like, I'm sure there's, if you're in a job that's more skilled than a boat builder, then, um, then yeah, you can probably do it for sure.
1: Amazing, mate. Well, I think um, a lot of people are going to get motivation from that. Not that there's obviously, I mean, building a boat, I wouldn't even know where to start. Nothing wrong with that and I wouldn't even know where to start, right? The thing would sink. It's the skill just like anything else. No one is a naturally good boat builder. They need to learn that skill in the process of how to do it. No one's naturally good at cybersecurity. You need to learn that skill and know how to do it as well. Um, and you touched on it before. We hear this a lot from students and I don't like to talk about it too much because I don't like it to be the number one motivator, but it is for a lot of people. Financial, um, motivation. Is that something, was that another reason why you got into this industry and to to be able to put yourself in a better position financially?
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. So my long-term goal in cybersecurity is to be able to work remote. And that means I can uh, work from here on the Gold Coast. I can work from Brisbane, family in Melbourne, family overseas. I can work anywhere. That was a big factor and, and getting there does require a higher salary than what I was at. um, To be able to, you know, buy, live in um, a mobile home or a caravan with a trailer on the back and a Starlink on top and travel that way and learn that way that that's that's the ideal goal um and then going through your site you know it does lift list the average salaries of certain um careers which you yeah, know is really appealing um and that's what i've landed something quite nice um i don't know if you want me to say what salary i'm on um
1: no you can give a, you can give a ballpark figure if you like that's fine
0: yep um so between 70 and seventy-five thousand en- entry level um so it can only go up from there um and that gets reviewed Yearly, um, six monthly actually, a good start. Yeah. Awesome.
1: <laughs> I was just speaking to somebody, um, Tim, he was on the podcast not long ago. His um, He has received, was it Tim? Yeah, it was, three promotions in his first year. Wasn't even expecting. So you can go from that entry level to mid-level to advanced level role pretty quickly, but even just your first year, if you put the hard work in, stay consistent and committed, then you'll get rewarded by you know the companies that you're working for, mate. And so I think that's a really cool... Uh, goal to have, right? Travelling around Australia and um, it'll be fun. (laughs) Awesome, mate. You'll get there for sure. Thank you so much, Michael, for taking the time out of your day. I really enjoyed chatting to you. I'm sure our listeners uh, enjoyed listening to it too, mate. And so if you did, guys, please go like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, Let your friends and family know about the podcast or anyone who's interested in getting into this industry. We need more people to get into it. So if you've been sitting on the fence for a while, um umming or ah ahhing, this could be the opportunity, the push you need to make the change you need to make. I'll be getting a booking link placed into the description of this episode. Book yourself in for a chat with one of the team members and potentially you could be starting your journey in a new career in cybersecurity. Thanks for listening, everyone.